the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are a little more than a month away from determining whether America has a chance of continuing as a free country or if a Democrat party wins, we slide towards a one-party socialist state. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix, um, with all sorts of things, including his own shows, uh, his own show on this station, uh, the Town Hall Central, where he's trying to use this to organize uh, freedom-loving, America-loving Americans into taking action. And maybe we'll talk about that later in the show. Um, Don, I want just, you to say her name. Jessica um, Doty Whitt- Oh, Jessica Doty. What's Doty, the last name? Say her name. Just say. Just say her name. Say her oh, name. Say her name. Say her name. Yeah, I, I have a. I have a big mob. I, right? I have a big mob behind me, surrounding <laughs> you, menacing you, and I'm and I'm ordering you to say her name. I'm telling you what to say. Say Jessica her name, Do- Jessica Doty, Doty Whitaker. Jessica Doty Whitaker. Very Is she good. dead? Is she dead? Very good. Now, now, now raise your fist. Oh, raise my fist. Okay. Yes. Got my okay. fist up. Yep. What else do I need to do? Know, if you don't know who Joe Jessica Doty Whitaker is, uh, she was murdered earlier this during the summertime by a group of uh, Black Lives Matter Democrat Party brown shirts for saying all lives matter. And the reason why I went through that is in relates to the matter of Breonna Taylor, which was in the news this week. And people may not know, and if you certainly if you follow the mainstream media, and you would not know the facts of that case. The facts are that the police obtained a search warrant for Taylor's apartment, believing that there was evidence of illegal drug dealing going on there. The police knocked, contrary to the long, which I had heard for months, that it was a no-knock warrant, but the police knocked, entered, then Taylor's boyfriend opens fire on the police, wounding one of the officers. The officers return fire, killing Taylor. Tragic, tragic turn of events. But what are the police supposed to do? So this has been under investigation, and this week, the grand, a mixed-race grand jury returned a decision, they indicted one of the officers for reckless endangerment, not so much, of, not, of ta- not, not for killing Taylor, but because his, his bullets did or may have gone into to other apartments. And what the officers are supposed to do raises an interesting question when you're, you, when you're being shot at and you're potentially innocent people in the field of fire. But of course, even before this, what we saw was the town of Louisville, where this was, where this happened, was that the businesses were boarding up, they were closing down, the police were deploying, just because it's come to be expected that if the Democrat Party brown shirts in Black Lives Matter and uh, and or Antifa don't like something, they get, they're going to riot and they get to riot, and people just, people have just come to expect that violence is acceptable from that group of people. And And the violence is being threatened to continue. Uh, You mentioned this of Louisville, of course, and then uh, since the last show that we produced, um, man, I tell you what, uh, it's been a a long year this week. Um, We had the untimely death. I got Uh, that. I mean, you got that? Yeah. (laughs) Um, the untimely death, I mean, you know, not that death is, is ever timely, but uh, you couldn't even write 
I, I don't know that Hollywood's best script writer could have scripted out 2020 any better uh, for confusion and for uh, intrigue and for, uh, you know, anything than uh, the way it's unfolded. But last Friday night, of course, uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, opening up the door for Donald Trump to name a replacement. But uh, the, the reason I bring that up in the context of the conversation that you started is that um, in in and of that, we have the threat of violence. We have the threat of violence coming from the left as it relates to whether or not Donald Trump goes forward with a uh, nomination. We have the threat of violence uh, that is being stoked by the left wing media this week. Uh, both Chris Hayes and uh, Rachel Maddow on MSNBC talked about their nightmare scenario, uh, believing that Donald Trump is actually organizing the a coup this election, uh, wherein the uh, the votes that come in. Typically, Republican votes, they're saying uh, in the uh, first reporting uh, that he will seize control of states that are potentially too close to call, stop the counting of ballots that are coming in by mail that are essentially Democrat votes and declare victory and stop the uh, counting of Democrat votes that are going to come in. I mean, these people. And, and so what they're setting up is the possibility for a tremendous uh, outpouring of violence because they're setting Donald Trump up as someone who's organizing a coup for not just four more years, but eight or 12. It's just crazy what they're doing, Greg. You know, um, Donald Trump, president for life, does have a nice ring to it, but... <laughs> Ultimately, we do have to. Ultimately, our side has to uh, believe in the Constitution. And just to come back to circle to close the circle on this, is that Black Lives Matter mobs have been going around terrorizing people into saying they want people to say her name, Breonna Taylor, and they, the mob surrounds people and they would you know say her name. Uh, when Rand Paul was accosted and would have been severely injured or killed on the streets of Washington D.C. Was not if he did not happen to be in a group of uh, police that were actually willing to uh, to protect him. It was they were they were doing the same thing. Say her name. Say her name. Trying to tell another another American citizen what they have to say or what not what they can't say, but what they have to say. So hence that was what they were talking about Jessica Dodo Whitaker, who of course most people have never heard of the story. There was a little bit of a story in our media. Um, wasn't covered at all in the mainstream media, a little bit of local coverage in the, where it happened in Indianapolis and forgotten. And there have been there are numerous examples of when blacks kill a white person, it's forgotten because it doesn't fit the narrative. They, they cherry pick. And here's an example of a white person or a white police officer killing a black person. And that's supposed to be representative of What's going on? Candace Owens this past week, I saw her on TV, on, on Tucker. And she made the point that uh, LeBron James certainly has a big following. Uh, he's probably a great basketball player. Don't think much of him as a human being, given his uh, hypocrisy and coddling and, coddling and um, uh, what's the right word? Um, curring favor with the communist mm-hmm. Chinese dictatorship says that black men are literally being hunted and killed. And what do, so what do you do if you, if you believe that if you're a, if you're a, if you're a young boy, if you're a black male and you believe that that's what's going on in the country what are you going to do you're going to fight back you're going to go out and try to kill them at least some portion of them are you gonna, gonna, we're going to kill those evil white people before they get us yep. and that's just and he's and he's only one example of spreading that kind just, not even falsity, not even propaganda, but it just insidious I mean, poison into our system. You know, the, you, you talked about say her name a moment ago, talking about poison. Uh, we're learning a lot more about the organization of Black Lives Matter. The people that put it together have acknowledged that they are trained Marxists. That the that the process of creating division in America is a Marxist strategy for fomenting the demise of America, but the whole "say our name" 
process is actually one that several people involved in the Black Lives Matter organization um, actually stems from the practice of a uh, African form of witchcraft, where the summoning of a spirit uh, is is uh, accomplished by large groups of people saying the name of the individual that is dead. This is an actual practice uh, that several of those individuals have acknowledged uh, on Zoom calls that have been recorded, one of whom said, uh, I probably shouldn't say this, but... And then goes on to describe the practice of uh, this rare form of witchcraft that stems from Africa, where saying her the, the name of a person is actually part of a process of conjuring that person's spirit into existence and manifesting it on Earth. It's real interesting uh, background to see where all of this stuff comes from. Um, but, you know, just the basic practice of stirring up division in the United States, as is happening in Louisville, uh, we talked about that just for a moment, um, is being organized at levels that most people don't appreciate. There is a huge effort to begin to uh, dig into, if you will, where this is where this is all coming from. It's not organic. In Louisville, for instance, we saw a U-Haul pull up with all sorts of uh, equipment, uh, riot gear, if you will, shield, signs, uh, weapons, uh, low-level weapons, impact weapons, um, things that, uh, you know, people should have maybe conjured, uh, you know, pulled together themselves is being delivered just like we saw in some of the earlier protests where these pallets of bricks were deployed along routes that protests were happening so that people would have something to throw ostensibly at windows or police. Um, You know, two police officers were shot during this unrest in Louisville up in uh, Portland, I believe it was. It could have been Seattle, but I think it was Portland. Uh, A cop on a bike, um, you know, actually stumbled, um, you know, fell off his bike as they were riding through a street of Antifa protesters, and one of the protesters took advantage of his um, being disabled off his bike, if you will, and swung a bat into his helmet. I mean, this is this is just out. This is just nothing but terrorism. I mean, that's really what it is. And I I really hope that our Department of Justice is looking into where you know what what sources, both organizationally and financially, are are, are contributing to making these things happen. Yes, you know your, your reference to this. There's some kind. There's some kind of uh, African religious or voodoo involved in this. You know, you, you could be onto something, as this clip illustrates. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who who have the power to bring him back to life. How horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? And there you have it. Um, the, De- the Democrat Party then, the Democrat Party now. Let's hear from our sponsor for this half of Unite, IE Radio, Ed Hoffman and Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 to Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590, the answer. 
Welcome back to the Night Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. There are so many things folks can do in order to take an active role to reclaim their political power. Uh, one of those, you can attend the monthly meetings of the Redlands Tea Party Group. You can also attend the weekly meetings that we're doing now with Town Hall Central. Both of those put you in touch with the ways that you can get involved in your community and exert your political influence. Influence, Greg, really is political power. And in Minnesota, um, I believe this was Minnesota. Uh, I could be wrong. Uh, there, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And let me, let, me, let me set up this next clip is a, dozens, maybe hundreds of principals were lined up on the street at the location where a, a black student, high school student was murdered. And then the, the, the principal, one of the principals makes, uh, makes a video. And we've accepted part of it explaining what's going on in Minneapolis and perhaps on a personal level, on an upfront level, showing what defund the police means. For those of you that do not know what is happening in the city of Minneapolis, let me help you understand. So we literally are in a city right now that is completely and entirely out of control. I I just, I have to absolutely just say it the way I feel it. Um, It feels out of control. It feels like when I walk into a classroom, where the teacher has given up. And all of you guys know the way that classroom feels, right? You know that you'll get that teacher where maybe those one or two naughty kids that won't listen, the teacher just says, fine. They just shrug their shoulders and they sit down behind their desk and they put their feet up and they say, I'll collect this check, do what you need to do. And the whole class goes rogue. That's how it feels to me right now. That's how the city of Minneapolis feels to me right now. Nothing is making any sense. Everything feels topsy-turvy. I understand completely that I am speaking not just as myself, but as the North Community High School principal. And guess what? I am speaking as the North Community High School principal. I have kids that so badly and so deeply want to be in school. They want to play their sports. They want to get in the weight room. They want to work out. And because of COVID, guess what? They can't do anything. We're kicking them out of the school. We're kicking them out of the weight room. They can't practice. They can't work out. All of these things because of COVID. But just down the street, they see people doing whatever they want. They see tents up. They see hundreds of people just not social distancing. And their law enforcement drives right past it. We're seeing out in the open whole parking lots that are being taken over. Whole whole blocks that are being taken over. People who have who have substance abuse problems, chemical dependency issues, um, all of these other things, and they are just allowed to be however they want to be. But my kids can't work out. It doesn't make any sense, and the kids know it doesn't make any sense. This absolutely, we have we have an opportunity in Minneapolis to try something different, to do something new. And that's to say that we are not going to be held hostage by the voices of a few. You overhear law enforcement in our city right now and they feel like, well, well, the city council doesn't want us or, or well, you know, the people don't want us. Which people? Who? Which people is it? Show me where they're at. Okay? So are you talking about the few? Some of them that don't even live here? Are you talking about the people that, that, that don't have to worry about their children coming to a store like this? That live in a different part of the city? Is that who you're talking about? Because the people who I'm around need and want good law enforcement. The people who are in my community need and want good law enforcement. And, 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 and have the maturity to be able to say that we need good law enforcement to need and want us. What I'm seeing in my community is that there's not even patrolling anymore. I I can see outright laws getting broken, traffic laws, people driving right through red lights, speeding, going 60, 70 miles an hour. Uh, uh, We got kids on skateboards that are getting hit by cars and nothing. No. What is law enforcement? It's enforcing the law. There is no law enforcement. There is a reaction, but there is no enforcement. And so we here, we can't take it anymore. 
Not only that, you have young individuals that are being gunned down and don't even get the benefit of the protection of law enforcement. This is what it looks like, folks. This is what anarchy looks like. This is what they want. They want these uh, cities, these urban centers to devolve into chaos so that they can rebuild their uh, Marxist utopia. And they have no idea what they're uh, headed for. You, you know, you, you think somehow uh, and, and at the core of Marxism, Greg, is the belief that the reason that people are bad, the reason that they act badly, the reason that they're that they uh, do that they're engaged in criminal behavior is because the system creates that mindset of engaging in criminal behavior that if you can only get rid of the system you'll get rid of the criminal behavior that's the lie of marxism when you remove any semblance of order in society man reverts to his basest uh and most basic tendencies which is lawlessness you know the and and this is where marxism loses the reality that we're all we're all born broken and it's only really through uh the constructs of faith religion uh you know criminal justice system to hold those that commit crimes responsible you know hold them responsible for their crimes they want to rip all that apart what's left over exactly what this principle described Oh, yeah. I mean, this is this this is what the Democrat Party stands for. This is what they're trying to do. But the breakdown of order and and undermining that we see going on in in, in Minneapolis and other Democrat controlled areas now is that's that, that's a temporary phenomenon. If when they get in power, when the Marxists get in power, there is no breakdown of order. There's no freedom. But there is order. In the Soviet Union, in communist China, in other Marxist dictatorships, oh, you better believe there is order. There is just no, there is there, there is just no liberty. So the undermining of law and order is a tactic. It's a strategy that they are employing, but is it's certainly not their end result. And it's in, and Minneapolis is like so many of these other Democrat cities. Democrat mayor, Democrat police chief, total Democrat city council, except for the one Green Party who's even further to the left. Defund the police. And it's not even just defunding the police. It's demoralizing and demeaning them. And the officers know that if there's ever if there's if there's a problem, if they were to try to go out and and restore order and clean out some of those parking lots or blocks where the criminals. Uh, or the drug addicts, or both have taken over, they know that the city government's not going to have their back. And they may end up being criminally prosecuted. They may end up being fired. Um, in many of these places, not all the people, but they're, when they try to make an arrest, the mob gathers and insults and throws things at the officers. Um, so, yeah, so naturally, they pull back. And, of course, what happens is more crime and more People that live there, in particular African American people, are killed because of that. We saw we saw that happen in in Baltimore after the Freddie Gray case, where officers were prosecuted and the and the massive riots, and the police just okay, fine, we're going to pull back. I'm going to be like that teacher, okay, you know, we'll we'll answer a call, but um, we're not we're not we're not sticking our necks out there and are potentially being criminally prosecuted if something if something goes ever situation goes south on us because they know that they, they believe that the city government and the people don't have their backs. Now, actually, the people, the majority of people do have their backs. And there's a great video. If you haven't seen it, we don't have time for it. There's a congressional candidate in Baltimore, Kim Kasich, and she drew the national attention and got a speaking engagement on the, uh, the Republican Party convention because she just she went on a walking tour of Bal- of her district in Baltimore that's been governed by Democrats for 53 years and it just and I'm, I'm monopolizing the rest of our time here but this principle does not seem to grasp that all of the, the both the, the the coronavirus policy that makes no sense the defunding and demeaning and demoralizing the police policy that she's seeing the results of is because of the control of the Democrat Party. She does that principle, at least not yet, does not make that leap. Well, that's right. And the other thing is a principle that she's probably concerned about is the fact that in this environment that they're having to educate kids under, the kids are suffering the most. We're going to lose a whole generation of kids 
to uh, lower, uh, you know, education standards. The distance learning thing doesn't work. Uh, it's frustrating for the parents and the kids. And as a result, uh, we're going to see a dip in test scores. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. Uh, that's all the time we have in this half. Stay tuned for second half. We have congressional candidate Aja Smith coming up next. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available. So if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And one of the most difficult and challenging things a private citizen can do to really step up is to run for office. You're really putting yourself out there on the line to take the slings and arrows uh, to be to be rejected. And what's the the uh, potentially, you know, if you if you lose a race, I mean that's. Now, now, never mind being like as a guy being shot down, asking someone, a woman for a date or something. You know, you're asking, you know, when you're asking the public, in essence, to uh, to date or for a or a proposition to marriage. But we have such a, a private citizen with us, Aja Smith, who is an Air Force veteran, uh, comes from a long line of veterans. Her grandfather was one of the pioneering Tuskegee Airmen, which was a which were black fighter pilots during World War Two who went through quite a struggle just to even get into that position, never mind going out and fighting the Germans and getting shot at and trying to shoot them down. Uh, She's running for Congress in the 41st District, which encompasses Riverside and surrounding areas. And we are pleased to present her and showcase her uh, leading up to this uh, very crucial election. Welcome to the show, Aja. Thank you for having me. It is, you know, it's a great honor. It's a great pleasure getting excited to serve the community and be a stronger voice in Washington, D.C. That is awesome. Excited to have you. Thank you. And you're running against not, I mean, is there anything other than a far left neo-Marxist Democrat these days? If they are, they're few and far between. But your opponent, the current Congressman Takano, I think you'd be hard pressed to get further to the left than him. You know, I, I I started to notice where I said he's the fifth member of the squad. He's along there with Ilhan Omar, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, and the rest of the members, including Adam Schiff and Maxine Waters. The only difference is he kind of keeps quiet, but we all know what he's up to. And that's the difference where we have to really get out there and vote him out because he hasn't done anything for the district and, and his constituents here, whether you're Democrat or Republican, where I'm even having moderate Democrats and independents who want to support me, who are supporting me and are volunteering for my campaign because now they see the light that he is one of those Congress people that starts to act and do Photoshops right before election. Yeah. Is, is he is he expressed that on the record to defund the police or is, is that just what he believes, but he's smart enough not to expressly say it? No, he wants to do. He's part of that defund the police crowd. He also took shot, shots at our um, 
Um, our Riverside Sheriff, Chad Bianco, who endorsed me, along with the Riverside Sheriff's Association, who endorsed me, and the Fraternal Order of Police of California, who endorsed me. So they all said, we're supporting you because they know Takano is part of that defund the crowd, which we all know defund means abolish the police. Yeah, that's ultimately the whole idea of defunding is to marginalize their effectiveness. Um Take us back a little bit, Aja, your uh, entry into politics to run for Congress. What was it that uh, inspired you to become a candidate for Congress originally? Well, I think it was a little bit far back. I, I live in Reno Valley. I was involved in a lot of Reno Valley politics. So being active and going to my city council meetings, even the school board meetings, and started to work within the community. And so as a former DOD employee, I was stationed at March. And when Mark Takano became our congressman back in 2012, we started to get low responses from him when it came to personnel issues, when it came to military funding, unlawful orders. And so they always said, contact your congressman to file a congressional complaint. And that's what we did. A lot of us did at March Air Reserve Base. And his lack of response, his lack of understanding, his incompetence of what really March does and what the employees, including the reservists, do, he had no clue. So I started digging into his voting record and saw this long line of a career politician from back when he was on the school board. And I started digging and digging. So I... I said, you know, I'm going to try to take a shot and try to run against him because I know the district. I've been living here since 1988. I know the issues at March Air Reserve Base and also the employees there, the reservists there, and the different um, tenant agencies. So I decided to run back in 2018. So, of course, I did not get elected at that time, which is okay because it was a good run. I was an underdog. And a lot of people started to notice that everything that I put out there about him was true, where he voted against military funding over 20 times. He even had some of the Wan brothers working for him. And now his staff is connected to the Ukraine scandal with Adam Schiff. And so I just said, you know what, I'm going to try to run again. And I, I did have another Democratic opponent named Dr. Grace Williams. She was a Democrat running, but she did not make the primary. And I talked to her, too. She is a great female Army veteran as well. And her and I had a lot in common where we both saw where Mark DeConnell was not representing the district. So I did make the primary. So it's now me and Takano. But with everything going on in the nation, with the riots, with the protests, with defunding the police and tearing down statues, I said, we have to make change because it's not always about right or left. It is about good and evil and also saving our republic. And I know for a fact if March Air Reserve Base and the defund the police, which is abolished police, he will vote for everything to be pretty much gone. And mm. that's where we have to really get out there and vote. I'm asking for the independents, the libertarians, and I even asking Democrats who have to be fed up of what's going on with what we're seeing on TV, especially in Seattle and Portland. And now we have Kentucky, we have Rochester, New York, where we have to start making change. We have to stay, stand and fight for what is right so we can have a safer community, so we can move forward as a country and save our constitutional republic. Really, there you if, go. If you, want, if, you think, if you think defunding the police is a good idea, Takano is your candidate. If you realize right. that that's insane, it's going to embolden criminals and clear the way for Democrat Party brown shirts in Black Lives Matter and Antifa to terrorize people, then your only choice in the 41st District is Aja Smith. Correct. And I, I, I can even elaborate. I call those groups the Bolsheviks. They're the new 21st century Bolsheviks. So they, they practice their methods, Maoism. Uh, they're the real fascists. So it's a lot of things that a lot of our young people never learn that history in school or those same tactics that we see right now is, is encompassed everything that the communist um, beliefs are implementing, which is the Marxist beliefs. 
What other issues are in your race? Um, I know as a Democrat, I bet DeCano wants amnesty for every illegal alien and, and open borders. And um, like every Democrat presidential candidate wants to let everyone who gets to the border get let in and get free health care. Exactly. And one thing about Mark DeCano, you know, when it comes to sanctuary, he, he believes in sanctuary. He voted against Kate Flaw. I can go on and on about his voting record. But the main thing is right now that what I'm seeing, especially last night after the Breonna Taylor verdict, is that we have a funded militia connecting with George Soros where these people mean business. They are anarchists. They want to destroy our system and our constitutional republic, and they are all being funded. And I guarantee you, if we start an investigation, who's funding? He's probably going to have some Congress um, representatives who are backing these people up. Yeah, I think the organization, the the, the makeup of these organizations definitely include, uh, I, I, I don't know about the congressmen themselves, but I'll bet you anything that there are staffers uh, in yeah. some of these offices that are actually, um, you know, in some way, shape or form participating in stoking these activities uh, and ushering Correct. them forward. Not that they need that. There's plenty of other organizations that are. But it wouldn't surprise me to know that some of these people are involved uh, not only in that, but potentially in other types of vote rigging uh, activities. Um, wouldn't shock me at all. Correct. Oh, and I, go ahead. They're, they're all connected. I mean, a lot of these staffers, they don't have a regular DOD background check. I was a personal security manager, so I know those background checks. I can guarantee you that Takano, Ilhan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib, they could never pass a DOD Department of Defense regular background check. I mean, look what Hillary Clinton did with the emails and the servers and the phones. I, I had done that as a employee of the Department of Defense, which she was an employee. She was the state secretary. I would be in Leavenworth. And so that's where a lot of people, especially our military veterans, they need to start saying, how can this be allowed to happen where if I had done that same thing with Hillary and start um, associating myself with radical ideology, I will be kicked out the service. I will lose my benefits. I will probably go to prison for treason. And that's where a lot of the people really need to understand that. Another issue, too, in my district is the homelessness. California has the highest population of homelessness. And Mark Ticano, this is his district. I drive around Riverside, Moreno Valley, and other areas, and I'm seeing more and more people out in the street living on the grassy areas of a, of a shopping center. And I said, we need to really start fixing this problem. It's not going to take overnight, but we need to start having that conversation in Washington, D.C., because I'm pretty sure New York is going through the same way in other states. But California, we have the highest population of homelessness here, and the congressman does not care about it. He said, it's not my problem. Mm. Wow. Not my problem. And it wasn't like that. I mean, Five years ago, I mean, they were, they were homeless, but, they, but it wasn't like it wasn't like this. It's a, it's a, in my view, it's a conscious decision to make things worse. Correct. That if you look at an advantage proposition here, you look at things that may, maybe seemingly unrelated, and all the way run from the condoning of mass political violence that we've seen across the country, organizing it, funding it. So when they're anticipating the grand jury decision in Louisville, everyone expects it. It's that, okay, those people, the, the Black Lives Matter, the Antifas, they're going to riot. So businesses are boarding up there like, a, like an oncoming hurricane. A hurricane you can't do anything about. Hurricane's coming. You board up your windows. You uh, evacuate as needed uh, to protect yourself. But this is human caused. So I'm, I'm, I'm diverting from my proposition. So look at that. You look at the triple X sex education. You look at the deliberate dumbing down of at least two generations of Americans. You look at the, the homelessness all over the place. You look at d Democrat district attorneys, often many funded by George Soros, right. are just turning around and, and they're, they're, they're on the side of the criminals. And you're like, what the heck? And then they, then they want open borders and unlimited immigration. What the heck is going on? Well, not only that. Well, well, not only that. The state of California has allowed child ped pedophiles to have a 
a 10-year gap to go ahead and perform their ungodly acts with with minor children. And, and that's and, where a lot of parents and that's where a right. lot of parents need to start saying, "Wait a minute, what's going on?" If, especially if you're a Democrat, you need to start looking at your party and their policies and start saying, "Why is this going on?" Especially with Assembly Bill 5, which is to get rid of the independent contractors here in the state, but a lot of people don't know that became a House resolution, HR 2474, called the PRO Act that McConnell voted for. It's the same bill that California passed. And a lot of people don't realize, too, California, we hold the most congressional seats. So all these policies that we're that they're doing in Sacramento with the supermajority, they're taking those same policies to Washington, D.C. to make them federal. I'm going to finish where, 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 I, where I was going before. And I'm going to suggest that, that what's behind this, overall, these seeming policies to tear down the country are to do that. That their goal yeah. on the Democrat Party and the left, then I repeat myself, is to burn down our country and civilization, yeah. literally and figuratively, all of our institutions, all of our mores, all of our values, and then rebuild their one-party socialist state on the rubble and ashes. Yes. You're exactly right. That is a fact. That is a fact. Why don't we take a quick break here, Greg, and uh, come back and wrap up with uh, our guest, Aja Smith, candidate for the 41st Congressional District. Thank you so much. After this word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are true. The kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizens. And during election years, private citizens have a special set of responsibilities, and it's to engage in the political process. Uh, I mean, there's so many things that can be done communicating exactly what is unfolding in the election in terms of the propositions coming up. We've got 12 propositions on this on this ballot, and the easy way to remember that is think of yes on 20 22. So the next year that we have an election is 2022. Yes, those are the only two propositions that deserve your yes vote. And there are a number of candidates around the Inland Empire that also deserve uh, not only your vote, but also your support. And there's a lot of ways you can support them. Part of the responsibility of a private citizen is to help the campaigns of these individuals. There are so many different ways you can help. Uh, You can get involved in becoming a neighborhood influencer uh, where you go out and actually uh, help your neighbors understand what is on the ballot, which can ultimately lead to you helping them get their ballots turned in, because I'll guarantee you. There's a lot of people out there that do not know that there's a ballot headed their way in the mail, a legally uh, usable ballot. Most people have no idea that we're in a uh, vote-by-mail state now. Um, the second thing, though, is to understand the candidates that are uh, that are on the ballot and what's at play. And we have right now Aja Smith, who's a congressional candidate for District 41, uh, Riverside, and a number of cities that uh, Moreno Valley uh, and uh, other cities that stretch a little further south than that. Yours is a particularly important race because, as you said in our first segment, Aja, uh, Mark Ticano really is the fifth member of the squad in terms of his radical views, uh, okay. his voting patterns, supporting Nancy Pelosi, um, and you could use some help. So tell yes. us a little bit about the kind of help that you need in order to get the word out about your campaign and what some people can do to volunteer their time. Well, thank you so much. And you're absolutely right. You know, we have signs on order that should be delivered here by Friday or Saturday. We need help with putting up the jumbo signs across the district, mainly in Riverside. We need people to come down to the office and help us phone banks to reach out to 
all the voters as much as we can to tell them why we need to get Mark McConnell out of office. I always tell people, yes, I'm the candidate, but I'm doing this for the people in the district. Per the Constitution, I am the representative. I am the person that's going to take your voice to Washington, D.C. So we need people to help with phone banking. If you want to do some precinct walking, if you want to do texting, we have it here. And we need as many as volunteers that we can, especially to get the word out, out into the district. We are a big district, which is Yoruba Valley, Marino Valley, Riverside, and Paris part of Good Hope and also Lake Matthews. So if you know somebody hasn't voted within the last 20 years, this is the year to get out and vote. It is a big election because it is a presidential election, but we need to start educating everybody as why we need to make sure we flip that house and turn it around and to go Washington, D.C. and let them know that District 41 does exist and we have a strong voice here. And people can reach you. You You have a website. Facebook. Yes, I'm sorry. How, how, how should people reach you? Yes, they can go to my website. It's aja Smith, S-M-I-T-H, for forcongress.com. There's a phone number. There's an email. And my volunteers that I have now, they're checking those and responding back to those. So we can, we're putting up a list on who's good at what and who, who wants to do what. So we're going to get this ball rocking and rolling come very soon within the next couple of days. My office is here in Marino Valley. We're going to put the new address on the website. And because of the COVID-19 and a little bit restrictions, we're going to tell, tell, excuse me, tell everybody how and which door to come into. It's a great space. It's a huge space. I want to thank everybody who's been so supportive. I believe this is the year where we can flip this seat. We can tell everybody we got Mark Ticano out, but we're going to make sure that we have a thriving this is a, a thriving district here where we're going to bring in better jobs. We're going to have more federal funding. And guess what? We are going to support our law enforcement. I want to, I want to shift the focus a little bit here. Lenin, Vladimir, not John, said that a lie repeated often enough becomes the truth. And this philosophy, this, this uh, principle is used by the Democrat Party and the mainstream media because mm-hmm. it works. And we've seen that with a number of things. Uh, they, they ran that with Trump-Russia collusion. You got so, even though there was never any evidence of that, some uh, polls would show substantial majorities believed there was. So we, we see this with the global warming scam. And now we right. see some, maybe something even more pernicious, and I'm interested in getting your perspective on it, is the systemic racism, is that from the get-go to the present, America is a systemically racist country where black people or African-Americans in particular, but all, quote, people of color, unquote, cannot possibly succeed. They're oppressed, and they're, you know, the only thing you can do now is, is of course, is to tear down, if the system is, is racist, inherently racist, of course, the only thing you can do is tear down the system. And I'm interested in, in your perspective on that. My perspective, because I am a woman of color, I am black American, African American, but let me tell you, my great uncle was a Tuskegee Airman. My grandfather was also an African American who fought three wars, World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. My grandmother was a Korean War vet, and I have many other family members on both my mother's side and my father's side who served this country, who became doctors and lawyers and great professionals. And I'm a girl or a lady who grew up in a single-parent household. I was raised by my mother and my grandmother. So when I hear that term, and I also tell people, if we're so racist, why do we have so many immigrants coming to this country? If you want to really start calling the truth out, progressive policies are actually the policies that hold down minorities. Look at Chicago, look at Detroit, look what's even going on in in Washington State and Portland, Oregon. Look at Maxine Waters District. And you have Mark Takano who's pushing these progressive policies that don't help the minority communities. When you talk about defunding the police, they hurt minority communities more than any other community. And I tell people, 
if you keep voting for that same ideology, expecting a different result, you're still going to get that same entire result. Try something different. Hey, we have a girl here. Maybe we don't agree to, uh, fully with the Republican Party, but she's right on target. She's a minority. She's a female. She's a veteran. She served her country. She deployed. Her family's a long line of veterans who did fight real racism with segregation and Jim Crow. My mother was born in Jim Crow. My grandmother told me stories. My grandfather, especially because he retired as a chief master sergeant of the Air Force, and they were not given that rank out to many African-Americans, and especially African-American men. And so, but they overcame that. They, they were all part of the civil rights movement. And so I tell them, look at the progressive policies in these cities I'll even use Baltimore. I, I can't pronounce the young lady's last name, but Kim, that's running out there in Baltimore. Yes, she's awesome. And she did an excellent, I mean, the best campaign video I have ever seen, not because she's a Republican, but she told us the, the whole truth of what Baltimore looks like. And that really touched home to me because that's where my dad was born. That's where he's from, Baltimore, Maryland. And we have a big family presence out there to show how the progressive policies have held down the minority communities. So if you're if you're saying Aja, it's systematic I, I, racism, I'm tell, Aja, I'm going to be telling Root here and, uh, and, and cut off your, your very great answer to my to my question. Uh, we are out of time. We're up against a hard break. Support Aja Smith, great American running for Congress in the 41st district, and tune in next week, of course, for another exciting okay. edition of the IE Radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California DRE ID number 1012658, Arizona MLO license number 092643, Grant NMLS ID number 184172, Summit Funding Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 0925837, Equal Housing Opportunity. AM 590, the answer.